What's up, y'all? This is your host with the most forever toast. This is your host, a father leader, sports leader, Johnson. We are here to talk Villanova. Yeah, man. Good news. Got some good news, bad news. We all here, man. Everlasting. What's going on, y'all? This is Leader Johnson once again, and we are here on Father Leader Sports. Man. How y'all doing today? We can get to it. We can get to some things. Um, first thing is, very good day. A very good day yesterday. Uh, still got recruits here. On the 18th, there was Jaden Glover, three-star out of New Jersey. Very explosive, exciting player. I like him a lot. I really think he's uh, the, the bouncy type athlete that can go get it. We need some type of guy that can be Biggie's player of the year. Out of all those guys I'm about to name, impressive guy. Christian Bliss is a go-getter. You know who Bliss reminds me of? Like a taller Kyle Gillespie. I mean, Kyle Gillespie. I mean, he, he's patient. He's makes smart moves, but he has a hell of a shot. Like he really, he's he really not scared to shoot anywhere. He shoots it faster than Kyle Gillespie shoots it. He has a hell of a trigger. I mean, he he's really like the type of guy. Like, look at Brandon Housen. And they're kind of the same type of element. They they like to shoot from the outside. That's where the game really gets his climax, man, when they when they they're able to hit that outside shot and add everything to it. So Christian Bliss, one of the top prospects in Pennsylvania in the twenty twenty four class, also visited on the eighteenth and is here to the twentieth. Brady Dunlap is here from the eighteenth to the twentieth. Um Glover was here from the 16th to the 18th at Villanova. Dunlap, um, Dunlap is a guy I've told you before. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be um too cashed on us getting him. Some, some of these schools are more like they love. Like Boogie Flynn just picked Villanova. Boogie Flynn just picked Villanova. That's what happened with Boogie Flynn. It wasn't like Villanova came and he picked Villanova. He liked, he liked Villanova. Uh, same thing, Brady Dunlap, you know, um, Villanova, you know, interested in them, reaching out, but it hasn't been the effort like the other schools on his list. But we'll see if that momentum turns up and, and you know, Dunlap comes out. I don't know, actually, the, the, Dun, the, the momentum going into this visit was what I was told, <clears throat> okay? But that was told about two weeks ago before the visit. That was before the TJ Bomber commitment. It was it was it was before that even, you know, so who knows where they they're at now after they get their priority recruit. Sometimes schools are more like, all right. We need to get our people first who we going to get or get one or get the ball rolling before we start thinking about anybody else that's interested. So now it's like that. So um, from the 18th to the 20th, it's Dunlap and Bliss are here. I can tell you about Bliss 
Nova is a dream school for Bliss. So if there's any, that's that's a, that is a recruit. I feel like we'll recruit to Villanova right now. The momentum is Villanova, man. Um, same thing with Jaden Glover. Jaden Glover, that looks super huge, and the momentum Villanova is trying to do. The he's mutual interest. Um, it's real huge, especially for him being from New Jersey. Going up to schools around his home, I mean, Villanova's real good at getting Jersey kids. Um, this is huge. And like I said, Jaleel Bethy, I talked to him. Yes, he said Villanova is still contacting him hard. Caleb Williams, yes, I mean, I, I talked to him on and off. I mean, these are the four guys, if you want me to tell you. Leighton Somerville, don't think about it. I, I've talked to him. I can tell y'all exclusively. That's why I won't put an interview up. I was going to uh, post an interview, but it just doesn't look like that. I talked to him. He said Rutgers, Missouri, and Bradley are the schools recruiting him the hardest. He said Villanova wanted him to play this year. This year. He said Villanova wanted him to play this year. So that's why Villanova's Villanova's still going to be on his, his, you know, his schools, but I don't know if he'll cut his list, but Villanova wanted him to play this year. And he didn't, you know, he was going to play next year. So that's the thing about that. They wanted him to reclassify. That's huge, right? They wanted him 6'10", 245, a top 100 prospect, Lathan Somerville. Uh, also has a sister that plays. Um, you know, the athletic family been a, would have been a good pickup, but he would have been straight for 2023. So they are still, that's why I say, like, look out for Brady Dunlap. If Somerville's not coming, maybe it's Brady. I, I just I, I haven't heard nothing. I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna go. I only I'll tell you if I heard things. But I didn't hear anything. But after what I you know I, I asked about him, they think he's a good player. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, that's a big 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 thing there, real big. Looking at the schools, we talk about. Kansas, Villanova, Gonzaga, and Miami are the final four schools for Hakeem Hart. And my guy Travis Banham of 247 has put in a, a crystal ball for him for Villanova. That's huge. I mean, people are talking about Kyle Neptune, and I told people how good of a recruiter he is. I mean, the coaching thing, let's be fair to, to the fans. Coaching is two different judgments you got recruiting and he's gonna get players he's gonna get a lot of good talent he did this for jay Wright. he is him and ashley howard are known for doing this and not to mention you have anderson and nardi who are good people really know Dwayne anderson believe it they know Dwayne anderson Layton somerville these guys all know who he is anderson is out there out there now nardi's out there anderson is out there going to work um, when you look at, once again, yes, Hakeem Hart, Hakeem Hart, Hakeem Hart is looked at to go to Nova now. 
You know, I looked at this a crystal ball. I haven't even went and asked anyone about Nova, no coaches, nothing. This is this is all looking at now. Now I'm coming straight from you know the two four seven pot, and it looks like Villanova's headed toward another another per like wow another commitment. There's two um. 2024 is going to be a good class. Like I said, it could be a five-man class. Um, I just told you the four people to look out for. To I did more homework on them to see, okay, these visits, this and that. And I found out these guys really like Villanova. These, these four recruits, you know, it's a lot of everybody. People like Villanova. Marcus Allen likes them. VJ Edgecombe, it's a guy like, uh, he likes Villanova. Um, you know, Ahmad. Noel likes Villanova. It's a lot of guys that like Villanova, but these are the guys that Villanova's pursuing and that that like Villanova's mutual interest. So this this is and these guys, the stars are gonna go up. Bliss star is gonna go up. Glover's star is definitely he's gonna be a guy that really is gonna go up. We're gonna be like a high level five. He's the type of guy that could reach five stars. Like he has that type of talent. Um Bliss is definitely a four star type of guy. These two guys, you have to really watch coming up because they're gonna really, really tear it up, and Villanova's gonna be over them. And so then you gotta look at other guys. I mean, I know you look at Caleb Williams, another guy get the four star, Jaleel Bethia. These are all real good pickups. I think they'll all commit right now as we're talking to Villanova guys to watch out for. I mean, the guys that I like um, on this, out of all the offers they got, Jaden Glover is one. Um, VJ Edgecombe and Bryson Tucker are some other guys. And um, no question, no question, Jaleel Bethia is the other one. Like, he's just a very good guard. It'll really help Villanova with these pickups here. But, it's I mean, it's a lot of other guys. Who knows other offers coming up? And all these guys, to be real, if you look at the whole outlook, if you want me to tell you the real outlook of everyone, all these you know, you get guys that get offers and don't really like the school. They might respect the school, but it's not to their liking. You know, not it's not a, dis- a disrespectful don't like. It's just that's not the school they want, or haven't felt the energy and momentum from them to, or or, or felt like their school wants them like that. But all these offers that these guys have got from Villanova's offers, it's like Kentucky uh, Duke. Like you like these offers. You <laughs> you're like, oh, every single recruit that likes Villanova highly. They highly like Villanova. Now, to say that they're on their top schools is a different story. That just means they have a chance to to enter it in, in, in some time. A lot of these guys haven't even got top schools right now. But one thing's for sure, all the schools like Villanova a lot and see themselves playing for Villanova. Bryson Tucker, the guy with the highest, um, he's a five-star, the only five-star on um, Malachi Palmer was at one time, not no more, but Bryson Tucker's only five-star there. He's a guy that likes Villanova a lot. But if you want to know, yes, that. Say it one more time. Four guys that look like they are. I'll tell you the fifth guy to watch out for. But the, the four guys to look at are Jaden Glover, small forward, three-star. Shooting guard, Christian Bliss. Jaleel Bethel, Bethia. Combo guard and Khalid Williams, small forward, power forward. He'll play one of those at the level. And then there's another guy. VJ Edgecombe is a guy to look out for. Just watch out for VJ Edgecombe. Um, he's another guy that um 
high-level, high-level player. The best player in New York. He's in that area. Just just watch that could turn up. He's in the New York area. So we'll just see what happens. But those four guys, you want to see the 2024 guys are? There they go right there. Now, 2025, uh, Malik Thomas and Dante Allen. Dante Allen, one of the best point guards in 2025. And Malik Thomas also. Um, both of them can play combo guards. It's not like if they get both of these guys to commit somehow, let's just say that happens, they both can play in the same backcourt. Uh, Malik Thomas, man, he's one of the best. Like Villanova has, they're playing with one of the best players in the college basketball and high school period. So it's just good to be on that mark, good to be on his list, good to get that visit in. And Villanova will even be even more into it. Neptune, I just see Neptune really making Villanova something colossal. And then now we're looking at, let's just put it in there right now. Hakeem, now if you look at, the, the the team now, the roster, it's TJ Bamba, Hakeem Hart, um, Eric Dixon, um, Justin Moore, and Mark Armstrong. This is this this is it. Now this is what we're talking about. This is I know everybody like, oh no, Trey is still a guy that can still come in there and play. But Hunter Dickinson is the guy. I remember talking to um a source, close source with the team that was like, look, we're just trying to we just trying to make this one big move happen. They wouldn't even let me know what it was. I guess I'm leading Johnson. Like, we don't, we don't want to risk it getting out there. Just like the Hunter Dickinson thing. Yes. I, I, I talked to a close source again. That date is set. They just don't want to let it out there. Look, when I put it out there on, on Twitter, the close source hit me up like, oh, man, I just want to keep this close. I just want to keep this close. I don't want to get this out like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so I'm telling you, like, you know, y'all don't see no dates. It's the reason why y'all don't see no dates. You know what I mean? And then if they tell me, if they tell me the dates and tell me not to say it, I'm not going to say it. So that would never get on here. But just to let y'all know, you're like, oh, he's putting that out there. And that's why, you know, Villanova wants to do this strategically real good. And um, I tell you what, their coaching staff is methodical. They can just do things so good. And I think... To tell you the real deal truth, I really think if you want me to tell you, and I've been like, I think it's an eighty percent chance on Hunter Dickinson. That that's just a guess in the air because the way things are going and the stuff I hear, I mean, Hunter Dickinson has places to go: Kansas, uh, you know, Merlin. What I've heard about Merlin, which you know, it is what it is. Don't want to, you know, they can, they can, they can put that out and they can debate that, but they have a bad NIL. I'm, I'm hearing the bad NIL is Merlin and that's coming from a, a, a Merlin native that's out there doing business. Like he's, I'm not going to say his name. He out there. He's a, he's a big time director guy. I mean, uh, you know, out there, listen, man, he, he's, he's a guy out there. He says they have a bad NIL deal. That's what I hear. Do I know this truthfully? No, I just know that this guy who tells me is, is, is like that. So it is what it is. Maybe it's not true because just because a guy's like that don't mean he could be giving false 
or or you know false information that he heard false. Not saying he out there just putting that up. You know, you hear things, you hear things, and this is a guy who would not do that. This is a guy who would definitely be putting things out there that's correct. So I don't know what it is. And all bad and L deal means is that it's not good enough for the players they're trying to get or a player they're trying to get. That's all that means. I mean, because they got the right players in there. They got good players in there. They're a team that's competitive now. So I'm a little bit hearing this, seeing where how it's going, just how the move is going. Like he has he has visits. Georgetown is in his visiting list. Kansas is in his visiting list. And now there's a Nova deal that is not coming out. The visit is not even coming out. And to be real, you didn't even know how Keem Hart was going to visit. He just pops up. <laughs> he just pops up. The TJ Bomber thing. Everybody knew and you heard it in the air through recruiting that Bomba and Nova was good. But it wasn't loud. The, the, it wasn't visits. It wasn't all oh, him talking up Nova. It's just Nova. You know, at, at one time it was, it was Bamba and how many schools he heard from, and then you heard to the grapevine how big he was on Nova. If you was in the, you know, the recruiter of hearing things, then you just hear Georgia Tech or Villanova. Out of all them schools, Georgia Tech and Villanova, you just hear about first you hear about the prediction. That's what goes in. Then Georgia Tech Villanova like pops up. It was, that's how it was. It was just like Villanova was so secretive with him, didn't letting anything be known. You just were heard through the grapevine because all you gotta do is call people. Stuff is out there. If you're in a certain circuit, if you're in the, like my field, stuff is out there. But it's not out there in the circuit. It's not out there for you to know and for everybody else and for other analysts to give the prediction. The analyst who gave the prediction was in the field and then heard the, hearing the same things I'm hearing. And he could have made the same. Like, I, I, I thought it, but I just wanted to hear more. I wanted to hear more. Then when the analyst made it, when a writer made the prediction, I said, oh, okay. Well, he had to hear the, he had to be more sure than me after hearing everything. Like, you heard everything was favorable to the Bamba. He was going to Nova. People, how much he liked Nova, how much his side liked Nova, how much he wanted to play for Nova, how much he felt like Villanova was good for him and good for his ability to go, his opportunity to go to the NBA. That was all out there, what he liked about Nova, but you didn't know for sure. You didn't hear about no visit to Nova. You didn't hear him talking about no coaches talking about him. The coaches didn't give me up nothing. They didn't give me nothing. I didn't get nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't get nothing on that end of, of the person I wanted to hear from. But I did hear from the person I need to hear from. People I needed to hear from to know that Bomba was interested in Nova heavily, heavily interested. And if I wanted, if I had to sit there in front of people and make a suggestion four days before he said something, a week before he said something, I would have been like, Bomba the Nova. But before I t tell y'all anything, I was just gathering up so much stuff. You had Jace, you had Primo Spears, you had Carter. You had so many. I wasn't hearing nothing about them. Wasn't hearing nothing about them. I heard everything about Bomba. I wanted to hear everything, a collective of everything, getting so much information, football, basketball, every all types of information. So now with Bomba and Hakeem Hart, 
this gets Villanova scores. Just right now, looking at that team, Hakeem Hart, 6'7". Bamba, 6'5". Hart, 6'4". I mean, Moore, 6'4". Then you get um, 6'2". Mark Armstrong. Get 6'7", 2'4", 255. Eric Dixon. Now, all these guys can shoot from the outside. You got a point guard like Armstrong. You get or now now everybody's saying, oh, not top 25 team. This is definitely a t- both of these guys score double figures. 11.4 points a game, shoot from the three-pointer, Hakeem Hart. You bring a 16-point a game guy in TJ Bomb. You bring a guy like Moore who can do the same thing. You bring a guy like Armstrong who do the same thing. Dixon do the same thing. This is a hell of a starting five. Now you look at the, the bench and you're talking about Dixon, I mean, you're talking about Patterson, you're talking about Longino, you're talking about Archie Diagono, you're talking about House and, and Joku. All these guys will get their chance to produce. Now, if they get Dickinson, which I'm telling you right now in this podcast, that Dickinson, man, Dickinson is different, man. Like, that, that's, that's a whole, now if you got heart and then you got Dixon at the power forward position. Then you put Hart to back up Dixon coming off the bench with Longino, with Housing. That's a good bench already. Talking about proving. We know Longino can light it up. We know Housing can light it up. We know Hart can. There's three guys. Not to mention what's going to happen with Patterson. They're not going to know. Patterson's going to come in. I really feel like this is his year to go ahead and produce, be a guy with size. Um, I think he'll use Najoku more. This is their years in. They got, you know, this is experience now for these guys. Um, Jordan Dumont. I mean, it's now this team looks like, ooh. It's like now you're waiting for Dixon. You're waiting for him. You are waiting for Dixon. Like, you, you got players like Bomba and Hart. Now you're waiting for Dixon. Now, if you look at their team, they get Dixon. Um, what, what you, you got backups. You got 10 players, 11. That, that looks like the team. That looks like the team. Are they getting Dunlap? Well, Dunlap also, like, this is this is a good, exciting time. At one time, everybody was down. This is, this is Neptune. This is what Neptune do. This is, he's one of the best recruiters in the nation. And now the excitement of Villanova, where everybody thought it wouldn't be there, is there. I mean, they are in all the recruiting fields, hard, everybody. So this is big for Villanova. Super huge. All right. um, Once again, looking at where you want to go, you know, what you want to do, what you want to say. The roster. Where do you place them right now? Well, I'm gonna say Hakeem Hart is because I've before I got on here, I can you know confirm this one to really make some calls because you know Merlin sources, Philadelphia sources are people who know him. I'm in I'm in Philly and Merlin. I'm deep with Merlin in Jersey, uh, New York. You know anybody in the tri-state DMV area, I definitely am cool with them, and I'm cool with Arkansas and Florida. Um, a little bit with Texas. I'm talking about real heavy with guys out there who, 
So looking at it, yeah, man. I mean, he's big on. I, I didn't even think to even go hard on that. I just, you know, think it was going to sit for a minute. And then I'm hearing he's going to commit real soon. Like he's going to commit soon. And Lathan Somerville also let you know about Lathan Somerville. He'll be committing in a week. In one week, he's going to already commit. And I'm telling you now, it's not going to be Villanova. It don't, it don't look like Villanova at all from what I just told G said. Uh, Rutgers, Missouri, and Bradley are those three schools I see him committing to. You know, it could be Rutgers. Rutgers is getting some people in there. Uh, Rutgers is getting people on their you know, football and basketball program. The recruiting is going up more the last couple of years. It could be, it, he could be with Rutgers. Missouri's a school he's been liking, but um, we'll see. Bradley has been recruiting him heavy for a very long time. You know, that's why they're in there. They've been recruiting him heavy, the longest out of anybody. So they're in there. So, uh, yeah, some of you, don't worry about some of you. And one week he'll be committing. He told me on the phone, and it, won't, it doesn't seem like Villanova. He said Villanova wanted him to play this year and hop in 2023, which lets you know, you know, they're probably asking a couple of recruits. You know, you never know what. Just like if you think about, I, I didn't get no insight. Just like you think about Marco Jackson. Zayna, what did, what did Neptune ask them? Did he ask this like Johnny Juzang, like, when Coach Halkovich went to go recruit Johnny Juzang, um, I talked to Johnny's dad, shout out to Maxi Juzang, and um, Johnny was going to rec- he reclassified, right? But the thing with Nova was Nova already had a, a, a deep team. Like, you know, Kalkovich went to go visit Johnny, but Nova had a good chance to get Johnny Tuzang. Even when he he um he you know transferred, he put Nova in his top schools when he transferred. You know, but at that time, still Nova had too much of a team. Their team was too built already. You know, if they would have went after him early, and I remember talking to Johnny's dad, like they wanted to mess with Nova because you know they had uncles in Pennsylvania and all that, and. During that whole process, you know, I did an interview with him for NBA Draft Room, you know, and um, at that time, they was really liking Villanova. They really liked Villanova because they had people in Pennsylvania. And this was early in their recruitment. This was before Kentucky even made the pitch, before they got commitments. Johnny Juzang liked Villanova. So you're a five-star. I could imagine how good Johnny could have probably been the first round top 20 pick if he did it with Nova. But when you go sign with Kentucky and them boys, they be too stacked. Don't nobody get no time. Look what happened to Johnny. He had to leave. People had, a lot of people had to leave. Because to, to be real, as good as a recruiter as Calipari is, he's not as good as a coach. He don't know how to put talent together. Like, it's too much talent. Like, I even got questionable about uh, Duke, but I know Coach Craig was kind of hurt. Little, you know, sick during that time when they had Terrence Clark and BJ Boston. I mean, no, no, not 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 then. Uh, when Duke had um, the guys they had, right? Yeah, see, yeah, that's the year. Kentucky had Boston. They had uh, 
Terrence Clark, Duke had Jalen Johnson, Roach, they had G.J. Seward. None of them teams turned out like that was a, a completely disappointing. Like, it's been some real good classes that probably wasted talent. They should have went somewhere else. Like, Duke had uh, Derek Whitehead, Derek Whitehead, and Filipowski. They had Derek Lively. Them teams didn't play like they were recruited to play. It's like, it, you know, and if you look at college, there's a lot more experience that it also matters too. But for the guy that these guys are supposed to be, they, they should at least finish top 10 every year. Like every year, Duke Kentucky should finish top 10 every year. When you get those type of recruits, and then when guys stay extra years, they're five stars. These are the guys, you know, you look at Jeremy Roach. You know, you look at Kentucky when Keon Brooks stayed. Like, come on. Like, it's just like a waste of putting – that's why talent didn't start going to Kentucky like they was before. You know, some of them like that. Kentucky was the one. It wasn't Duke who got their play. It was Kentucky. Kentucky, man, too many good classes come to Kentucky and just go straight to just gasoline. I mean, look at Alabama. What if all – Alabama in football, what if all them players that came to Alabama didn't even make the top ten? <laughs> I mean, he made he wins championships. That he wins championships, and I know it. I understand that he gets you know football is different. Guys don't don't go one and done, so guys get to sit there and develop, and you know turn into these players. But it's been times when Kentucky had guys stay, and you like why they not? It's just crazy, man. So right now, if you look at Villanova, um. Villanova is a team. They are on a mission. And I think Big East schools, if did did Hakeem Hart, and I'm announcing it, that's it. With their prediction, Travis Benham don't do. He's the one guy I really trust in his decision, you know, when he makes decisions and, and predictions. That's my guy. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, Travis Benham. Saying that, that you know how huge that is for Villanova. Like if you look at the Big East teams, nobody's looking like that right now with Hart and with that five. If you just put that five out there, Hart, Bomba, Dixon, Moore, and then you got Armstrong. Then then you come off the bench. You know how Housing and Longino score. All I just know gotta do is be healthy. It's gonna be a dumb two off the bench is almost unfair. Then you got Patterson, and we still waiting for the Hakeem, the Hunter Dixon. If the Hunter Dixon move happens, it's it's crazy. Thomas Sorbo Sorbo is another guy. He's a center. Well, Villanova has Najoku, so it's not like they don't have a center in the trenches right now that's ready to take over. Like, they need to get a center in this class. They don't need to get – they need to get wings, power forwards. Then you got Khalid Williams will do the four. Jaden Glover will take care of the small forward. And then you got Bethia um, and Bliss as far as guards. That would be an unbelievable, nice class to have guys coming there. And and then next year, we could talk – let's talk about 20. Let's talk about the year after next year when Dickinson is gone, when Bomba is gone. When Moore is gone, when Hart is gone, 
Not to mention, not to mention, Archie's going to be gone. Not to mention, what if Armstrong leaves? Because this is not, that's what I was saying, this is not the year we're going to have to really worry about transfer. I mean, we got Bomber coming in hard, and it could be Dixon. That's three. Three guys to come through and give us some. Three transfers. I, I didn't even think we'd get three. That, that's one's totally getting wrong about. I thought he would be able to recover on 2023, but he wouldn't be able to recover. He just wasn't able to recover like that. But it seems like three transfers are coming in. Two are definitely here. I think Hart is going to be announced real soon. And Dickerson could be next. I'm talking about next next week. We could see Dickerson and Villanova as a Villanova Wildcat. Like a lot is going on with Hunter Dickerson. Now, as we come to a conclusion of Villanova Radio, I will say we do have the Sixers coming through to play against the Nets. And, you know, Michael Bridges is having his great, great series. But what you have to understand is that so is Tobias Harris. I mean, let's look at it. Now, this is on display. This might be the number one guy on this team. He's, he doesn't have the comfortability of Tobias being the third or fourth guy because it's always Harden, Maxi, or MB first. But Harden is that guy. Embiid is that guy. Max sees them guys. So Harris comes out. He can easily fault him. He, I've never seen him so comfortable as he's been in these first two games. Like he knows exactly what he needs to do. He knows exactly what his role is. He knows how to get it. Everybody on this team knows where to shoot their shots now. And when the game slows down like it does in the playoffs, this is good for a team like this. They don't have to make no fast pace. They just connect, get their shots, get their passes. Boom, here we go. So um, that is big, a very big thing there. Uh, once again, I have Layton Blocker on NBA Draft Room, uh, Arkansas commit in 2024. Um, I got to say, Layton Blocker is a big-time impressive prospect. I, I really feel like uh, a lot of big things about Layton Blocker. I have a, a draft podcast about him, but he is on NBA Draft Room. We also have a lot of things I've talked to. Guys like Achilles Smith Jr., whose father was number three pick overall in 1999, Achilles Smith. Um, a lot of guys, Ike Taylor's son, a um, couple of real good prospects. Just really enjoy uh, Bryson Wilson commit to Buffalo, a um, three-star commit, um, Virginia commit out of Virginia, um, Virginia prospect. Um, George Hockerich, here he goes. A lot of things we're going to get to. Uh, don't forget, we have a uh, Villanova football podcast coming up soon. Just getting a lot of stuff gathered up. Um, once again, this is Lita Johnson. I'm out. This is Follow the Sports. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I'm out. Follow Lita. Rock him on the main call. Feel 